stuck in my ways. I'm stuck in the house for most of the day. I'm chasing my dreams and running away. But I got a chance, I'm running my play. I want that none of y'all take it away. I'll never change, I'm stuck in my ways. All right, what is going on today? So, welcome to the ninth episode of Hey Mark, the podcast where I like to have authentic and open conversations about things like, you know, pushing past struggles, whether that be in your mental health or your entrepreneurship or maybe your work life, your personal life, or maybe just your mental and physical health. But at the end of the day, all I'm trying to do is really just push good vibes and talk about overcoming struggles to get to that pursuit of happiness. And if you're brand new to this kind of content, then thank you so much for stumbling upon it. I'm really grateful for that. I'm really happy. And all I ask is that maybe you refer this kind of stuff to a friend who is going through a struggle, who's gone through struggles, or maybe just wants to push their life in a better direction. And if you have heard this kind of content before, then thank you so much for supporting this journey and letting other people know that they are not alone. That being said, today, I got to speak with the Jason Morales, aka Pretty Boy J, and the owner and operator of Uplift Fitness. So you can find him on Instagram at Pretty Boy J. That's pretty with three T's and J with two Y's, all one word. And you can find him at Uplift Fitness LTD as well. So go and check him out. He is probably the funniest guy I know and super, super motivating to talk to, super outgoing. And one thing that you know really has impacted him recently is finding out some surprises about his own mental health. So I'll stop talking now. We'll jump right into this conversation. And I know you guys will enjoy it just as much as I did. All right, bang. We are recording. I'm here with Jason Morales, Pretty Boy J, Uplift Fitness. What is going on, guys? What's going on, man? Why don't you do your own little introduction? Tell us about yourself, where we can find you on social media, what you do. You guys can find me um, under the handle Pretty Boy J or Uplift Fitness LTD. Um, personal training studio out in Burnaby South. Um, one of the fastest growing personal training studios here in Burnaby. Um, we are trying to connect with our entire community changing lives by the hour. Um, this lockdown obviously may have slowed businesses down and closed our actual studio, but that being said, it hasn't stopped us from the grind of having to adapt to online training, which we provide three days a week, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. So catch us for some real good entertaining content. And, um, We'd be more than happy to help uh, with respect to any of your um, health and fitness questions and inquiries. But hello. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And the handle Pretty Boy J, where'd that come from? Is that a nickname? Like what? (laughs) Um, Yes. uh, It was a a nickname that my my cousins had given given me because that's, I always like to take care of how I look, so that's just <laughs> always calling me pretty, man. <laughs> Was that is that like just in terms of fitness? my own name? 
Is that is that like in, just in terms of fitness? Are you going to get manicures as well? <laughs> just in terms of fitness and life. Yeah. Okay. Sick. Make everything every, everything pretty. Make everything look pretty. That's sick, man. So up with Uplift Fitness, how how long have you been running that place? Um, a little over two years now. Sick. And what was kind of like the motivation to do that? Oh man, I have a passion uh, for fitness. Um, starting for as long as I can remember. And um, I had a need and a want to, to help people. Um, and I used exercise fitness as a tool to help people since it was my passion. And, um, you know, I, I am, I'm like, you know what? It, it would be so nice to be surrounded by um, individuals with the same type of goals that I've had in the past and all working towards it as one big family, as one big community. And so I'm like, man, this is my opportunity to um, open up a, a, a small little personal training studio just to see uh, how well it would do. And um, it's gone haywire in a sense that we, we've, we've outgrown the space and that we are currently looking for a second location or if not a bigger one wow man that's amazing congrats thank you that's sick dude were you always a private personal trainer did you ever work at like a big commercial gym at all or were you always just by yourself that's such a good question um no i i was always a private personal trainer um like i said i i there's always been a a part or actually a big part of me that that loves helping people. So before becoming a personal trainer, um, I, I went to nursing school, became a nurse, worked as a nurse for over 10 years now. Wow. Yeah, over 10 years. Still work as one, um, part-time. But um, I've, I've used a bit of what I learned from nursing and implemented it into my training. So, um, a real type of holistic approach as well, right? Um, but yeah, yeah, man. That's sick, man. A lot so of you, you've always kind of been on your own with training for sure, like like yeah. always. That's sick. Because I saw like, uh, I worked in a commercial gym and I saw like a lot of trainers, they uh, learned a lot of their sales process from like working in a commercial gym. Yeah. Obviously, like when we say the word sales around fitness, people kind of get cringy and like it's a little bit weird. But at the end of the day, that's what any business is. It comes down to, you know, finding clients and getting them signed up and then keeping them, obviously, by providing like a good service. And, and, like, that, and that's, that, that's what I love doing. I, I, um, I truly feel that um, with, with the clients that I've had or the, my future clients, um, we give a trial session. I, I'm sure most people do, but my, my purpose for the trial session is to show them how much I can help them within an hour. If you give me an hour and I've made a significant difference in your life, if I've made your life a little easier, then it is completely up to you if you want to continue. Um, it's, uh, there, we, we go by no, we don't, no pressure policy. We don't pressure anybody into purchasing any sessions. Um, it's always about how we make the client feel and um, how much we can change their lives within that one hour of time that we get. So that means from the trainers, um, 
perspective, we've got to be bringing in our A game every single time. So that ensures that our, our clients are getting the quality that they deserve. You know? That's sick, man. Yeah. When, uh, when you go to training school, though, do, they don't teach you how to run like your own business. They just teach you how to be like a trainer. Mm-hmm. So like, how, how did you go about learning like the sales, not just like the sales process, but like managing a company and like running like the admin side? Uh, <laughs> like how did you go about um, learning all that man man you know what i mentors i've had i have i've had my mentors um the sales part i just i, I just let friends and family know um instagram played a huge role with um with with having to market myself um as a trainer and that that's the service that i was providing now um, but Instagram, man, it, 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 I, I remember making a post about it a few days ago. I think it was actually last week. Um, I said, if anyone is wanting to start a small business and is using social media as their main platform, please, please take into consideration and know that it is a full-time job. 100% full-time job and I marketed the hell out of myself because I felt like I had to otherwise I would get no clients you're walking into an area where people have already or people are already so well established in their business now you got you literally have competition whether you like it or not you have competition you have people that are out there providing such great quality service the question was, how are you going to stick out? How are you going to make yourself different from all of these other trainers? And the one, the one, the one thing that I felt I did differently was instead of me posting um, every day about the type of workouts I did, uh, I've done, or uh, about the amount of weight I could push, I, I tried to make it funny, entertaining, something that people wouldn't just skip through because knowing me. Uh, as a bodybuilder myself, if I if if I'm seeing someone just you know do a, do a one rep max on something and that's all he posts, I would just skip through that shit. It's boring. Right? Yeah, hundred percent, man. Right. 100%. But you you make it funny. I'm watching that again, right? So, you know what I mean? Yeah, dude. I honestly, I was gonna ask you about that, dude, because you're always like dancing, singing, cracking jokes, like doing all that stuff in your Instagram stories. Like, is that something you just developed yeah. for social media? Were you always like that? Oh, <laughs> that's, that's me on a daily basis. That, that was me since I was five years old, man. Yeah, so I'm like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to dive in a little bit to, into how I am. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm wanting to bring, I'm going to be wanting to bring the, like how I really am and show how people, people how I really am on and off camera, right? yeah man it's hard yeah. to be like your authentic true self like in it front is. of a huge platform like that it man. is it is i completely agree because um the one thing that people do get concerned about is judgment yeah man 100 percent. people are afraid to get judged and um i think that prevents some people to showcase who they really are and I've been in, I've been um, I've been on stage since like I was five years old. So 
I, I love feeding off the type of energy that I get while performing. So every Instagram post I do post up of myself, whether it's dancing, singing, working out, I call it a performance. Oh, got to perform today. <laughs> I never looked at it as something as, yeah, if, if I get judged, that's fine. No one, no one has had the balls to DM me and say, I think what you're doing is stupid because off camera, that would be a completely different story. You know? Yeah, yeah, dude. 100%. So, do you, man, do you, if it makes you happy, then just invite people into your world a little bit and you'll get a better following. That's, that's what I think. That's you don't always have to be so professional and so, so classy and so like uptight all the time, man. You gotta give them a flavor of how your life really is because that's what people want. Yeah, man. Do you ever have like, cause I'll be a hundred percent honest, man. I'm pretty outgoing as well. Like I, I don't have much of a problem putting myself out there, but there's been times where like I've recorded a video and I'm going back and I'm editing through it. And I'm like, okay, I like, I either don't like what I'm saying or I'm like the way I said it sounds ridiculous. And I end up just either like reshooting it or just not posting it at all. Like, do you ever have that? <laughs> I have times where, yes. I have times where I feel I have felt like that, but I'm like, you know what? I tried to record this for a reason, and I got a picture. I got to look at it like this. If if I post something, like who cares? Like <laughs> I'm gonna make a fool out of myself anyways, one way or another. As long as I'm I'm not offending anyone, then it's okay. It's okay. I'll look at it. I'll look at my myself. I'm like I'll cringe a little bit. I'm like ah oh, shit, but it's all good. That's so funny, man. That's so funny. <laughs> but I feel you, man. I, I, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like you just like either you're like, I don't think, well, like a lot of the time as well, I don't always like know exactly how I'm going to say, I don't plan a lot of my stuff, right? Like listen to me right now. Sometimes I'm stuttering over ideas. Yeah. So in my video, I feel like I just like maybe don't convey the message I'm trying to tell or so maybe that like I'll get like self-conscious about it and I'll delete it. I'll be like, nah, man, this isn't the way I want to tell it. But let me ask you something. If you're having a conversation with someone in real life, that's how the conversation goes, doesn't it? Right? Yeah, man. 100%. Right? So that's, that's, that's the way to truly connect with people because you edit it too much, man, and considered fake. Look at yeah. all these yeah. Yeah, models, bro. <laughs> yeah, dude. There's Look no at filter. the photos, man. Yeah, there's no filter for it, right? There's no... <laughs> <laughs> we know this we yeah, know no filter for it man i feel you how long have you been like in the bodybuilding circuit did were you like competitive with it was, was it just like a hobby like tell us about that um it's been a hobby since 2017 um in 2017 i decided to compete in my first uh men's physique show or lbmc nice um through uh, my trainer and coach Ben Sang, shout out nice. to Ben Sang. Um, yeah, man, I, I'm like, you know what? I might as well just, I, I'm all about challenging myself and leveling up and um, I'm like, this is, w what a better way to really challenge what I could do with my body, right? Um, I was being told that having to go through a competition like that mentally and physically, if you're able to go through a successful prep you could literally apply those same types of disciplines and mental attitude to anything in life. I'm like, you know what? Damn, that's exactly what I want to do then, <laughs> right? So um, I, I, 
I went to the I went into the uh, the competition. I got second place in my first um, my first show, and it was a, such an amazing experience. And through that, I was able to learn so much more about what I was capable of um, as an individual, and um, so much more about what I can teach um, my future clients. Nice um, man. I think that's just the only way, man, is you're, you're going to have to practice what you preach. And um, I can't be coaching clients and telling them how to cut down properly without having to do it successfully myself. Right? Yeah, you got to experiment for sure, dude. 100%. You did too, right? You, you, you competed. Yeah, I did a show like I did uh, the first ever Popeye's Fall Classic, like 2015. I was like... Yeah. 19 18 19 years old i did junior bodybuilding and you were thick man yeah i was i was a thick girl man i was big <laughs> that was I, so how t- tell me about that like how, how did you feel like what what did it do for you having to go through a prep like that um i did pretty much most of it myself the only yeah. help i had with my bodybuilding prep was my buddy Aiden, who um, I shamelessly plug in every single video somehow, but yeah, it was my my buddy Aiden Brow was the only help that I had in my show. He helped me with a little bit of dieting here and there, like mm-hmm. little things. Like he'd be like a couple weeks out, and I'd still be eating salt. He's like, "What are you doing?" Like certain things, like or or like my water loading. There was just certain things. Like he's like, "What are you doing, man?" Like what? I didn't even practice posing until the week before. Just his perspective. Like I, I was just in my head. I was like, all right, I'm a big guy. Like I was at 17 when I graduated high school, I was 225, but I was chunky. Right. So I was like, I have a big frame. All I have to do is put as much muscle on it as possible and then be shredded. And I've completely forgot there's a whole other aspect to the show. Like it's, (laughs) It, it happens, man, but you learn through experience, right? Yeah, man. So yeah, that, that was sick. I, um, like I said, I made a lot of mistakes with, uh, my own prep, like in terms of nutrition, in terms of posing and stuff like that. But, uh, it was sick. And you know, I, uh, kind of had a similar outlook as you did is like, if I can just go through this and push myself as much as I possibly can physically and mentally, mm-hmm. I think like afterward, I'll be able to apply that to other aspects of my life. Yeah, exactly. That was kind of what I wanted to get out of it. And is it safe to say that you have you have learned things that you're applying still to this day in your life? I um you know what? I I always actually I kind of forgot that I did that show in the last like couple of years, man. Like I it didn't seem like real to me that I did that because what happened to me afterwards was I tried to get like even bigger after because I wanted to compete again. Mm-hmm. and uh i ended up just like force feeding myself till i didn't want to eat mm-hmm. and i just like stopped eating a bunch and i didn't like i lost like stupid amounts of weight really fast yeah and i got like really skinny and then i like kind of got back up and right as i was getting back into like some big muscle all the gyms closed so now i've just been kind of like uh... like I, I i didn't really have like a fitness school now like it's yeah. kind of like just like you know that said it was uh it was a sick learning experience man of course unreal unreal experience unreal it was unreal man i look back at pictures because 
for so long after I didn't have abs and I was like, I can't believe I was that shredded now. Yeah. I can't believe I had abs. I had veins on my abs. Like yeah. it's so crazy what you can, how, how much uh, like negative or positive things can compound in your life so much. Of you know course. what I mean? 100% man. I know exactly what you're talking about. So when, uh, when you uh, finish a show, like in terms of, you know, right now, are you going to compete again, do you think? Or are you just yeah. going to stick? Right now, currently, my plan um, is to continue growing. I was I have been the heaviest I've ever been. Um, 183, 183 pounds this week. Um, still planning to grow as much as I can. Obviously, the show that I wanted to compete in is probably most likely canceled. It's supposed to be Popeyes 2020 in October. And um, so if, with it being extended, that gives me more time to focus on growth um, and trying to build as much mass as I can um, gradually, right? It's never a rush. It's never a rush, but uh, having to do it properly. Nice, man. And what's kind of like your, your end goal in terms of competing in the fitness industry? Like, are you looking to go pro or are you looking to just like do a few shows and enjoy it? That's a good question. Um, just planning to do shows be, because of my love for the for the sport. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, I wouldn't call it my love for the sport. I would call it my love for the process and the uh, my love for seeing and 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 putting on display what you're able to do as an individual and share that. Mm -hmm. That's what I love about it. Yeah. So, my, my goals of, of, of wanting to be an IFBB pro, it would be nice, but it's definitely not my, not, not in my heart to want to do that. Um, I think there are a lot of people in the bodybuilding industry, um, especially the young cats, they're all saying that that's what they want to do. And that's what the, the only thing that they aspire to be. Um, reality check, man. <laughs> if that is what you truly want to be, then you wouldn't have enough time to be talking about it so much. <laughs> you'd actually, man. you'd be go, you'd be going out there and fucking doing it. Yeah, Stop man. Talking so much. Stop letting the whole entire world know. We would have to see. You would show you. You'd show people better through the work that you're doing, through the amount of food that you're eating. Um, like, if that's what you really want to be, man, like, uh, quit your job, man. <laughs> you know, it is it is a full-time job. Dude, if not more, man. Yes. Yes. So unless you, unless you are coming in strong with your social media game and you are, you are relevant in that world, man, it's going to be hard to get sponsored, man, because there's a lot of people out there that do a lot of talking but not enough walking yeah, yeah. my experience my life experience if that's what you want to do with with respect to anything you just got to put in the work man at least you know what just the way i look at it man is if you want to you really want something and you tried and you've exhausted all of your options in order to try to get what you wanted i would respect that person hundred times more if they didn't get it because of the because of the fact that they tried yeah man like 
seeing someone's blood, sweat, and tears, or it's almost like seeing an overweight person um, trying to better themselves at the gym. Um, like I look at that person and it inspires me, man. I'm like, frick, <laughs> this, this guy's freaking killing it, man. And here I am complaining because I didn't have my breakfast today or complaining, feeling that I'm feeling bloated and shit. Like, man, like some of these guys don't know that they inspire a lot of people. Yeah, man. Regardless of how you look, man. Why? Because I could see it through your work. I could see how hard you're trying. And that's all that matters, man. Whether you get it or not, you tried. 100%, man. And, like, dude, sometimes uh, the biggest – like, I think it was uh, – was it Adam Sandler, I think, or Jim Carrey who was going on? His dad was saying – his dad was an accountant and got fired at like 55 or something like that. And it was mm-hmm. like looking at him and was like, you need to go into acting because like I am proof that you can fail at things that you don't even want to do. Hmm. <laughs> right. So like, if you don't even try the things you want, like you could just settle and then fail at something that you settle with. Yes. 100%. But society, especially living in Vancouver ish, Man, it makes it really hard out here because of how expensive it is. Um, you, you, you do need some type of financial security in order to really pursue your dreams of having to own your own side hustle or business. Um, there needs to be something in order for you to fall back on, in order for you to financially survive out here. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, everyone's kind of got like a side hustle going or yeah. some some sort of like way that they're making a little bit more cash. Yes. And yeah. uh, that's what I mean, man. Like it's 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 hard or it's just hard. But if you're if you learn how to manage your time and if you really want it, I feel that anyone could do it. Yeah, and, man. How, why do you think like uh, like because I feel like this generation, like our generation is really like entrepreneurial, like mindset, like generation like what do you think has made everyone like this kind of i you know what i ask myself the same thing and i would have to um i would have to say it's the um it's definitely the influence of social media and seeing other people other normal people and average people killing it Right, having an idea, an, an idea um, coming up with a strategy and executing their uh, their ideas, and um, I, I I love living by that because um, you're gonna get a lot of opposition, and I think with people being able to share their stories, they also they also share the opposition that they had to go through. And when these people can relate to that type of opposition and um, they have dreams too, they're like, hey man, that person was facing facing the same thing that I am right now, who's to say I can't do it? So people are developing this confidence from seeing average people go after their dreams and absolutely dominate. Yeah. Dominate at it, right? Yeah, well, it's, it's not like the people that are like dominating it's not like they're like amazingly or like, it's not like they're not average. Like these are average people as well. It's not like they're like different species. We're all the same group of people. Right. So like when an average person does this and achieves it, it's like, 
yeah, we can all do that. Like exactly. we're all the same, right? Like it's and, not like they're different. And nowadays you could talk about anything, man. You could you could take this mug and talk about mugs and your uh, passion for creating mugs. And dude, you could turn this into something that you could have real good um, financial income from. Yeah, dude, we should start a mug club. I like. <laughs> See what I mean? You told me before we could have cheers. <laughs> now I finished my tea, man. I finished it too. I finished it too. Brutal, man. So when you first started your like, uh, when you first started your gym with Uplift a couple years ago, what was like the biggest struggle for you, like first starting off? The biggest struggle for me was ensuring that rent was paid. I had um, rent of what around like two thousand dollars a month and it was, it was only me i had no equipment man i had like three sets of of different branded dumbbells <laughs> and i had this one kettlebell i had two old yoga mats and a fan bag that i purchased from fitness town i came into uplift with absolutely zero money I had no loans from the bank no credit card loans no nothing wow man Can you imagine <laughs> all I had was my passion for helping people man and you emptied your pockets for rent the first month you're like let's go for it let's go all for I it had was Instagram like That's Instagram help me out when you first started off because like now literally dude i'm seeing and this isn't like a shot at anybody because i'm about it man if you have a dream chase it mm -hmm. but literally everyone has a fitness account right now like <laughs> I, like dude like literally everyone like you know like how do you kind of make it like because if you're starting from scratch like how do you kind of make it different because like I'm telling you, man, everyone I went to high school with or college with or worked with, I guess I did work in a gym to be fair, but like literally everyone has a fitness account. Yeah, I know. So how do you stand out? Like how, what made you, like what made Uplift kind of get to, cause you guys are like, you got a lot of followers, man. Yeah. You guys got online classes going. You guys got a lot going on for someone who bases like just off social media. Like how do you do that? Obviously two years ago, is better time than just starting like right now. But like, what did you do to make it different? Um, I would study the, okay. So I would study the ins and outs of the algorithms of Instagram. Like I said, it became a full-time job. Um, people would ask why I was on my phone so much. It's not like I wanted to be. <laughs> I, it's, it's because I simply had to be for the sake of the business and growing the business and having more people see what I was doing. Um, my approach was, do I want to make money or do I actually want to change people's lives? If I focus on wanting to change someone's life and making them feel better, then the money will come. Mm. So I started posting a lot about cupping. I started with cupping therapy a lot. I got certified in that. Um, I found out from competitors that they were charging like $80 a session. I'm like, well, what if, if I were to do the same thing, add my own little type of flavor to it with hip hop beats in the background and, um, made it a little more chill and cut it, cut it down by like 50% of the price. What would my clients think? I'm like, Oh, then you're basically stealing customers. I'm like, okay, then that's exactly what I'm going to do because $80 is a little too much. 
So I, I started charging people $35 for a cupping session and um, it just spread like wildfire through word of mouth. Yeah, man. And I actually, I, I got the benefit of doing those cupping, one of those cupping sessions. You did sick. Yes. Right? Dude, and so how did you sick. feel after? Man, I literally felt like I had a new back on the drive home. I was yeah. like, whoa. Whoa, man. To a lot of people, it may look gross and it may it may look like it hurts, but no, man, I always call it the most relaxing feeling ever. Yeah, dude. After it was done, when uh, when May told me it was done, she's like, all right, that's it. And I was like, no, no. Like, keep <laughs> going, man. Like... No, 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 no. It was like right after a workout, I had a meal in. I was just chilling, man. Like yeah. showered. I was eight, and then, dude, that was really, that was really nice, man. Right. You guys got a sick facility going on. Thank you, man. Thank you. Very proud of this place and how much it's grown so far. So what, like, when you first started, and you're like, okay, now shit, I gotta pay for rent. You got cupping going on. How did you grow to have like a team? Cause you got, dude, you have trainers on your team that I've known for a couple years now. And I'm like, damn, how did the, how did he connect with this person? Like, how did you build your team from just like doing cupping for 35 bucks with hip hop beats? Um, you know what? I, I knew a lot of people at the gym and I, it, it was time after the first year and a, and a bit, I'm like, it's time to grow. Um, I've came to a point where I was, I had developed uh, a really good clientele to a point where I couldn't take any more clients in. I'm like, well, what can I do to ensure that um, what I'm preaching and, and my vision for Uplift um, is going to grow? So I decided to um, reach out to people that I, I knew had... Um, the same type of energy and, and vibe and, and uh, passion for fitness. So the one guy I, I reached out to first was uh, All John. Yeah, Shout out yeah. to All John. Shout out All John, man. APC Fitgenics. Um, yeah, he is, he's been with me um, for, uh, I think over, I would have to say a year now. I believe I think so yeah um, and just absolutely killed you put in the hours put in the work put in the same type of work ethic felt the vision felt the vibe and started uh, spreading the word and it, it just from there it started to grow too nice man um, and with that like I'm like man if if we could scale it this way and we could keep it uh, we could keep a tight family community of what we got going on here. We could train other trainers to, to have the same vision or have them um, see our vision. And if, if we feel that their energies are the same, then let's, let's, uh, let's have them uh, be a part of the team. Right. That's sick, man. Now yeah. you have what? Six, five, five I people have eight people in total. Six. Eight people, man. Eight total. Eight trainers or eight staff? Um, eight staff. One is, uh, I think there's seven trainers in total and one uh, admin assistant. That's sick, man. Yeah. And what what came first, the admin or I get Al John was the first 
Yeah. Al John was the first admin the first employee. We just we just hired her two months prior to the um, the COVID situation. <laughs> and now but you're it, like, well, I can do yeah, this. What I'm now. saying is she, she takes care of all the paperwork behind the scenes, all the accounting, um, and all the stuff that that I no longer have the time to do she takes care of and she does such an amazing job. She knows the ins and outs of the business. Um, she is like a hawk, man. She'll be on you if you are late with things, man. <laughs> Jessica, shout out to Jessica. Shout out Jessica, dude, so many shout outs in this video. <laughs> we'll do a credit roll at the end of all the shout outs. Credits. <laughs> that's too funny. Shout out Jessica. Dude, that's sick, man. What, uh, like what's like the because you're working what probably like 50 60 70 hours a week sometimes yeah, unlimited hours a week <laughs> unlimited hours a week man besides like financial like what's like what's the drive to do something like that man to sacrifice so much of your time mm, that's such a good question before i started to get uh serious about my business i'll put it this way um there was always like time in between me getting home from my, my nursing job and then having to get ready for my, my, my training. And then I would just do a fuck all afterwards. Right. So I started adding all those, those, those hours up and I'm like, well, what the fuck am I really being productive with my time? And that's something that I'm asking myself almost on a daily basis. Am I really being as productive as I can be with my time? And if not, then I'm just wasting my time. And I hate wasting time. It's not in my nature. And so um, I'm like, okay, well, how can I maximize the amount of hours that I have in this day with something that is productive, something that is going to grow for me, something that is going to um, bring me joy. And so my business is definitely one. Um, and I, so, from the moment I wake until the moment I sleep, it is, it is all scheduled. The, nice, it's, man. it's very rare that I have days that are, that I have nothing to do. And it's, it's become, it, it starts to hit me in a sense mentally because I, there's always, I'm always feeling that there is something I should be doing. And that's when my ADHD kicks in, my anxiety kicks in. I'm like, what the hell? I'm being so unproductive right now. But that's something that I'm definitely working on. Um, people call me crazy because I'm here every day. I'm like, well, uh, I wouldn't call it crazy, man. Some of y'all drinking every day. Some of y'all smoking weed every day. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a little crazy. But call me crazy. But I, I find it a, a, a productive um, lifestyle. It's a productive lifestyle for me because I'm getting things done. I don't ever want to have to look back when I'm 40 or 50 and say, shit, man, I wasted my 30s. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, were, you, I, were you always like kind of like on the go firing away like that? Um, Even when, as a kid? Only like maybe in some some degree to some degree in my life, but it only became very serious when uh, I started the business um, because I, I'm like, it's not that there was money to be made. There was... It was more so, am I being really effective with my time? And am I, am, am I touching and inspiring as many people as I can while I'm still young and healthy? 
I ain't trying to be no 40, 50, like with all due respect to all the older trainers. I ain't trying to be for myself a 40 or 50 year old trainer yeah. dancing in front of the mirrors, <laughs> you know, recording myself on Instagram. It may get a lot of followers, man, but it might not, <laughs> it might not get freaking clients, bro. I can't be like, you know, 50 years old doing this shit. Freaking, you know, dude, that might be a selling point though. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is, am I developing and, and helping others grow in their careers. Yeah. Right? Like, and I, I think that's where a lot of business owners um, fail, man. Like they see a lot of turnover uh, within their teams or the people that they hire because simply they don't give a flying fuck about them, man. Mm -hmm. And I see this, I see it everywhere. Like they do not care at all about their trainers. Uh, or the people that they work with, they, they just care about the money at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Yes, you do need to make a living, but if you make that your primary um, concern or your primary goal, then you failed already. You have failed and you will not last in this game. Yeah, man. And like, even from like a completely like separated point of view, like wouldn't, wouldn't you rather maybe trade, like maybe if you lose money, on like training someone that's valuable a little bit longer. Like it's like, it's better off that you lose a little bit of money here, but like actually spend time because you're spending 10 hours a day. there, probably 12 hours a day. there. like, dude, you want to spend time with people you enjoy. Of course. Like people that are awesome. Like people, oh, you know, like 100% man. Like, like, like I said, man, like it's, I've been, I've been at, I've been at this gym every single day for the past year and I have not missed a day coming here mm. um, simply because it's out of habit and this is, this is my home. Um, but when COVID hit, bruh, you could really feel the change of energy because there was no one here. Mm -hmm. I was kind of stuck in my own thoughts. I was working out by myself and I was like, oh, you're so lucky you have a gym to yourself. I'm like, bro, I don't have no social life here, man. I have no one to talk to. Yeah. Well, my, my, the, the, the trainers I work with and all the clients is what makes Uplift. So when you take that away, man, it's kind of just a little studio with some gym equipment. Yeah. <laughs> Where the hell has Uplift gone? It's like a dream home gym. <laughs> it's like a dream home gym that's not at home. Home gym right now, man. You're just chilling there by yourself. You got your dog. Is your dog there right now? Yes, he is. One more shout out. Shout out to Zeus. Shout out Zeus. <laughs> Tag him in the Instagram as well. He's just walking around, chilling. Hey, that's the cutest dog ever, man. <laughs> he's, he's funny. So cute, man. What, dude, like what, um, like, cause you said like a couple years ago, something clicked and you just became like kind of all about just like kind of working, developing and, and like using your time really well. Like what, what, what do you think like makes you or makes other people kind of like that? Because I think majority of society is okay with kind of just chilling. Like I think that most people are all right with that. Like I'm not like saying anything bad about it, but like, what do you think kind of separates the two mindsets? Um, I thought about this a lot and um, I have to give myself a reality check because once in a while you, you, it's natural for someone 
to start thinking in ways that they're better than the other just because they live a much more um, driven life. However, I have through experience learned that you eventually become what, whatever you choose to become. And if that's, if that's what someone wants to do is just live their life, just chilling, doing nothing, then they've already achieved it and they're living the dream. They are living that dream. So who am I to say or judge them on them living that dream? Or you could look at someone like myself um, who just likes, who needs to be uh, constantly doing something, needs, needs to feel constantly like they're, they're working towards something or, or feeling productive. That's just, that's just what I've chosen for my life. So am I successful in that? Yes. The other person, are they successful in doing what they choose to do? Yes. Success in both parties? Yes. Right? So it all depends on, on what people or how people view success because I think, um, I think what it comes down to is are they happy with what they're doing and are they content? Yeah, man. That's right? sick, dude. Like, like uh, yeah, like success is in the eye of the beholder as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, people have, have said to me that, Oh, you, you, you're very successful. I mean, you know, thank you. But it wasn't about being successful. It was more so about doing what I love to do and doing what I love to do is being productive, changing lives, um, leveling up in, in ways that I never thought imaginable. Um, and that's just me. That's just me as a person. Um, so I'll take my hat off to, to other people, right? Because, Single moms who are just, you know, living uh, check to check, man. Like that, that, that's success in itself because they're grinding it out. I don't know how it's like to be a mom, but you see them doing it with a smile on their face and taking care of their child, you know. That, like, I, I look at that and be like, damn, how does a person do that? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's different in so many ways. You just gotta, you gotta look at it with, um, you gotta, you gotta have, you gotta look at it through a different type of lens, and it, it all depends on on what your goals are in life. I think, you know. Yeah. What I mean? Yeah. Like neither, like neither mindset or lifestyle is like better than the other. It's oh. just kind of different. It's just whatever makes you. And you know what? I used to think that. I used to think that. Um, but no, uh, I, I came to a point where like, I, I can't be judging people because that person is probably just happy. Yeah, they could look at me and say Jason's not happy, and Jason's not happy because he's always have to he's he's always having to to do something. He can't just relax. I'll be like, you know what? You're right. Fair enough, <laughs> right? <laughs> but I am. But you could look at it that way, right? So I can't judge. I really can't judge, man. Yeah, I think as long as like you know what, like whichever one you fall under, and then you you got to like try and make an effort to get to that. Mm -hmm. Like if you, if you're kind of like wishy-washy or in the middle, I think that that's the only time where it's like, you maybe like look down well, maybe look at the person, not down at them, but at the person and say like, okay, maybe you should make some lifestyle shifts. Of course. Like if you're happy chilling, yes. then chill. If you're happy working, then work all the time. Exactly. Yeah. If that's what makes you happy, as long as you're not, you're not, ah, it's very hard to say. 
if I had someone that was um, directly attacking my lifestyle, which they know nothing about, um, and they were in the type of industry as me, then we would have a problem. That's when I would protect what I'm doing. And I would stand up for what I'm doing and ask the person why they feel that way about me and why they feel um, that, that they actually have something to say about it. <laughs> yeah. I'm a very confrontational person. I love <laughs> confrontations because, because, because in life, man, you have to learn how to stand up for what you believe in. Yeah, man. 100%. Otherwise, people are going to continue to treat you the way you allow them to treat you. Yeah, man. Right? Funny, man. <laughs> I think I think someone posted today it was like a meme of Snoop Dogg, and it's like if you allow sucker shit, then you're a sucker. <laughs> <laughs> I I read that today too. I was like, huh? I like that. Maybe laugh, man. Yeah, man. It's true though. Preach, you know, mm -hmm. preach, man. Mm -hmm. dude yeah that's funny man speak of instagram dude the other day you posted something about kind of like your mental health what you got going on and you kind of talked about it earlier as well like yeah. what's uh what what made you want to make like a post like that what made you want to like kind of reach out to social media about something like that um because uh i think it was important to share with people um or, or just fall, just get down to the nitty gritty of why I am the way I am with respect to um, my business, especially. Um, sorry about that. Hey, stop! Dog stop it! Animals are animals. Don't yeah. Apologize. Um, stop it! No. Um, yeah, man. Uh, when I, I for, I think it was like. Two to three weeks ago, I was diagnosed with ADHD, um, and my my doctor had gone over like over a hundred question questionnaire, and um, answered so many of the questions that I've had, like restlessness, um, the inability to sleep sometimes, uh, forgetting to eat, um, just uh, the need to want to always feel productive or feel like you're doing something, um, the inability to sit still, um, the inability to focus on things that didn't seem important to me. <laughs> um, yeah, nursing, there was a lot of things and a lot of uh, courses and subjects covered that just seemed of no interest to me. So looking back, she had prescribed me some medication and um, it was like a life changer, one hundred percent life changer. So um, I was prescribed uh, Dexedrine. Um, it is probably like the first step before um, being introduced to the king, which is Adderall. Yeah. Um, yeah, Dexedrine, ten milligrams, extended release, um, used as uh, only as needed. Um, on days where I know that I'm going to need to focus. And I, I felt like my thoughts that were like, I have like a million thoughts running through my head all the time, a million ideas running um, all at once. And so what I feel like if you take these tiny little specks all over the screen 
and having to take dexedrine, what it does, I feel like it lines it up into nice little tidy rows. Right? I'm like, holy shit, okay. Let's start with this and let's work up this line and this line of thoughts. And it's just like, wow, mind blowing. Yeah, man. I, uh, dude, yeah, I was diagnosed with ADHD at a really young age, man. And, uh, actually my mom chose not to make her like, not to put me on medication. A bunch of my teachers, like literally when I was a little kid, they're like, please, your son is wild. Like do mm -hmm. something with him, like take him to the doctor. So I ended up going to the doctor. I did the same like little worksheet. And then, um, yeah, the doctor and my teachers <laughs> start medicating your son my mom was like, well, I'll like kind of let him make that choice, but not right now because he's a kid. So like it wasn't until like I was probably 17, 18 that I ended up being medicated for it. And I, I took uh, Concerta's. It's another slow, it's like a slow release as well. Yeah. And Dude, how did that work for you? That, that's the question. Like what did it do for you in, with, with uh, respect to your, um, your thoughts and um, your ability to perform? Yeah, so I was in, like, I, I just finished high school, I was starting my first year of college. And that was also the year that I was like getting into bodybuilding. So mm -hmm. every single class I was in, I would sit there in the lecture, and I'd be thinking about, you know, working out, doing like some sort of exercise, or I would just like literally just like classic ADHD kid, like just like kind of staring off in the corner, like, I couldn't focus whatsoever. And then when I got home, it was game over because it's like I could play video games. I have all this like free time. And when you're in college, there's no structure, right? Like you just kind of free flow in like, and so I started using concertas and I, not that I was like addicted to them, but I, I got to a point where like, I guess, yeah, mentally I was like, I couldn't like, I didn't want to go to class without them. I didn't want to study without them. And it became like something I was kind of like reliant on. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, man, I, it kind of killed my appetite as well. Yeah. So, yeah. I so, find that with oxygen too. Yeah. Like I would sit down. I remember like I would, I, uh, I'd get home from like class probably like four o'clock and I'd sit down after eating. So it'd probably be five o'clock and I'd like pop one. 5 p.m. and then I would look up at the clock and it's like, oh, it's six o'clock in the morning. Like I should probably get some sleep. Like <laughs> I haven't eaten, yeah, yeah. slept. Like it's like, huh? So I mean, Are you still using it? No, I only used them. I was only like taking medication for that for maybe a few months. Mm. And I just, uh, for me, man, like I uh, have this weird thing. Like I don't want to be reliant on anything. I don't like it's just that's kind of the way I looked at it and like I have I'm really obsessive like I'm super obsessive with everything I do so Amen. like if I start something and I get good results from it I'm gonna do it like yeah. hands down like no questions right like it's just like oh that's the obvious way to go it makes things better yeah so it's dangerous man and I can't play with fire too too much right like yeah. Have for me, seen, have you seen the movie Limitless? Yeah, bro. I have watched the show. They made a show about it. Too. Oh, yes. Yes, I know. I have yet to see it on Netflix. Yeah. But yeah. I'm going to lie, man. <laughs> if that was real, shit. 
Dude, I actually, when I watched that movie, I thought that it was made as like a propaganda film of like warning about like ADHD medication. That's what I thought it was. Because it it is just like ADHD medication, but amplified. Yeah. Yeah. But that that is kind of like how I felt after a bit. I'm like, damn, I actually asked my doctor, I'm like, is this how normal people function? It's not, dude. It's not. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because I'm like, because if I had, if I had an inability to focus and now I'm taking this, is this how normal people function? Yeah. Dude, that's is, not. Why the fuck are they not doing what they had said that they were going to do? Because I feel like I could take on the entire world right now. Yeah, man. You I know? think, um, I think like I, this is just my perspective in terms of like medication for any like mental health issue. Like I've kind of done it. I've, I've been on antidepressants. I've been on anti-anxieties. I've been on, you know, ADHD medication. I've probably got the most experience with antidepressants in terms of like trying different medication. Mm -hmm. But my, my kind of like general rule of thumb is like, if you feel like you need that, you should probably be taking it Mm -hmm. because like if your quality of life is down below where you need it to be, like the worst case scenario is losing a life, man. I'd rather have someone take medication and get like into a place mentally where they can start to take steps up and then not need medication later on in lives. Like it's not like necessarily a permanent thing. But uh, I think people should definitely look into it. Just because I had a poor experience with it, I don't want other people to think like they shouldn't be taking of course. it. Everyone's and, got their own. And as a nurse, uh, as a nurse, my, my take on it is I, I completely agree with you. Um, and I think I highly suggest that they are being followed by a specialist, perhaps a psychiatrist as well. I know there's this uh, stigma around being followed and monitored by a, a psychiatrist, but it's more so about the support and the professional support that you can receive from these guys. I mean, there's there's so many programs out there where there are psychiatrists available to you um, just by a phone call or a text or a, or a virtual meet, like with what we're doing, and, and uh, counseling services just to talk about um, any things that um, people might be going through and that you're not alone, man. You're not alone and um, with Uplift, fitness is just a tool that we use to help to help people um, fight any types of issues that may, they may be having, not only physically but mentally, man. Um, which is why we are, we are going to be in collaboration with, um, actually, I'm actually leaking news right now. This is news that we haven't even let out. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we are going to be in collaboration with uh, a counsel- counseling services out here in Burnaby for any of our clients that feel that uh, they could um, they could find this beneficial to them, because uh, fitness is only fitness and the physical part only covers a portion of our overall health, but. At Uplift, we uh, we really strive to to help accommodate our clients in all aspects of health, um, including the most important, which is mental. And um, we're just because what better way to to go see a counselor from a trusted 
source, which is your trainer, someone that already acts almost as a, a counselor to most of our clients, right? So if we say, you know, um, you should try it, go for a consultation, um, see how you like it, and, and, and if it makes their lives better, and frick, man, then that's what we're, we're out here to do. That's sick, man. I'm going to actually literally have to call you and talk to you about that after we're done recording because yeah. yeah. uh, that's uh, that's really sick, man. I want right? To because, like, man, it's the, the mental aspect is it, it's it plays such a huge role. And like like you were saying, man, if if it could save a life, if it could uh, make someone feel a bit better at the end of the day, then then we, we are doing what we can as as a team to help change the community. And that's what we want to do, man. I'm, like I said, it's, it's not about the money, man. It's about having to change someone's life, some, having to uplift someone in ways that they never thought imaginable. And are we doing that as a team and are we showing that? I don't know one personal training studio out there that's offering this. Yeah, I've never heard of that, dude. Like that's <laughs> right? because they're that's always looking at the physical, the physical, the physical. Yeah, man. Yeah, we got that covered. Don't worry about that. Mm -hmm. but, mental are we helping you so let us help you let us help you with people that we trust that's sick man i got i, I this is good maybe like a little bit uh of a like really personal question i like these personal questions man give it to yeah, me man. all right so like for me i never got diagnosed with depression and anxiety until later on like in my teenage years because I never like thought about reaching out for it. I didn't really understand my emotions. I didn't know what was going on and no one ever talked about it to me. So I didn't think it was something to talk about. You know, like you're a lot of people might not think that you would be like the type to suffer. Cause I've had people say that to me before, you know, like you're a muscular guy, you work out all the time. You're obviously successful in your business. So like what, like what made you maybe want to reach out? And like, did you ever have like an internal battle in the beginning where you're like, oh, I don't know if I should reach out for help or like, I definitely need to do it. Was it like, what, what was the process there? Um, for me personally was having, I, I love, I feel like every year and as every new season goes by, I learn a little bit more about myself. And the more I've, I learn about myself, the better I'm able to embrace, I call them gifts the better I'm able to embrace the gifts I've been born and blessed with. Um, call it anxiety, call it depression, call it what you want, man. But um, I feel like they're gifts in a sense because I think they're given to the most strongest individuals as um, what, I like to, what I like to call is opposition. I've learned this this weekend over this breathing and meditation course um, it was a three-day course and um, I've learned about opposition and what I mean by opposition is um, if call opposition could be whatever you want in life it could be your anxiety that you have it could be your your uh, depression the thoughts that you get with depression um, it could be a person it could be uh, friends, family, it could be your brother, it could be yourself, it could be negative self-talk, but without opposition, I think it is very safe to say that without it, it would never bring out the best in you. Mm -hmm. So 
cops need villains, superheroes need villains, God needs the devil, the devil needs God. And because of that, um, it brings out the best in people. So my opposition was, why in the fuck can't I just relax like normal people? I don't know this about myself yet. Let me holler at my doctor, see what I can learn about myself, see if he can help me because he's been following me since freaking I was a kid. And um, now after that, and after that, uh, that meeting with my doctor, I, I understand myself so much more and why I do things the way I do things. And I've learned how to accept myself more and to love myself more because of that. I don't look at myself as, or do something like, Jay, you're so stupid, you should be resting like everyone else. I don't ever talk like that to myself anymore because I'm like, yo, Jay, you have a gift. Um, you're able to do things and withstand uh, hours of work more than the average person. Maybe you should give yourself a little break if you allow yourself to. I'm like, you know what? You're fucking right. I'm gonna do that today. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like how I said earlier, I was, it was supposed to be a rest day today. And there was a part of me, I'm like, man, I think I'm going to do some cardio. Yeah. I'm like, nope. <laughs> I'm going to give myself a break. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent, man. I think a lot of people forget to do that. And uh, actually to speak to your, uh, what you were saying before as well, about how like you, you're given like these challenges or these oppositions, but you view mm -hmm. them as gifts. I wanted to tell like kind of like a story this literally happened to me and it seemed like I was like in a movie. Like I'm not even joking. I shed a tear in public when this happened to me. Okay. And I told my buddy about it right after. So that's how much this moment impacted me. But what had happened was I was in the gym and I'm kind of like working out and I just like stretching after my workout. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of like one of those days where I'm in my own head and I'm kind of like feeling like garbage and I'm just working out and I've like headphones on like this and I'm just working out and this woman comes up to me and she goes like, what's wrong? And I was like, what? Like I kind of had like a front on, like I was like, oh, what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. Take my headphones off. Anyways, we get to speaking and I end up telling her, I'm like, look, I'm just having a rough day. Like I, I kind of deal with like depression and this is like where I come to kind of feel better and blah, 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 blah. And she ends up looking at me and she kind of says this to me. She says, she said it this particular way and I'll rephrase it after, but she looks at me and says, you know, life is kind of like a classroom and God is like the teacher and they, he like, if you look at a classroom, the teacher will kind of overpass like students that are doing poorly if they don't see potential in them. Yeah. But the people that are doing poorly that the teacher sees potential in, yeah. are the people that, you know, get chastised the most and get the most homework, yeah. like they get picked on by the, the teacher all the time. They get mm -hmm. called out to answer questions. Like it's the, like the way I'll rephrase it is like the universe, God, whatever you believe in is only going to give you what he sees potential in you for so yes he's going to give you yes. struggles if yeah. you see potential that you're not using yes it's like it's like wake up dude you're sleeping yeah. in class yeah like, like come on man like yeah. stop sleeping on your textbook just use it like that's yeah. kind of how challenges are in life i love that story because it kind of follows the 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 notion and the the saying that 
um, God only gives his hardest battles to his strongest soldiers. Yeah, dude. Dude, I thought this woman was an angel because, like, literally, I didn't say anything to anybody. She just came up to me. She's like, what's wrong, man? I, I like, you. shed a tear, dude. I was I like, why? I believe in that shit, man. Trust me. I was like, what? You're talking to a Christian here, man. Yeah, dude. I, uh, yeah. I'm not like a, I don't practice any religion. And, yeah. but like that day I texted my buddy. I was like, dude, I just saw an angel in real life. Yeah, I was like, I was stunned. I was like, stunned. That makes me happy, man. That, that brings joy to my heart hearing that. I love that. I was absolutely stunned. I've never yeah. like, I didn't say anything to her. She just came up to me. She's like, what's going on? Like and what's in when you start to open up your eyes a little more, it happens on a daily basis. And um, yeah, with, 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 with respect to whatever you believe in, universe, God, and it, it happens on a daily basis. And sometimes it's as simple as having to count your blessings at the end of the day. Uh, there, there have been a few times where I've just randomly post, count your blessings, man. Because that's all you gotta do, man. You got clothes on your back, you got a roof over your head, man. You're breathing, you got both eyes, both arms, both legs. Ability to speak, man, you are blessed. You wake up inside. That's something I think about all the time. There's, there's, there's some people, especially like like people from the past, like 2020 is so sick, man. Like as, yeah. even with this COVID stuff, like yeah. you were waking up inside. Yeah, That's so sick. It is. That's the best. Right? That's sick, man. Yeah, Dude, man. We're coming up on like an hour and a half now. So... I'm going to let you go because I got dinner time. I got to go cook. Okay. Up okay. But I'd love to have you on again, man. You just yeah, man. Awesome conversation. However, I'm going to, I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm going to let you end everything off. So uh, you can do another shout out for all your social media, your, your business. Okay. Like, but my requirement for everybody is you got to share a positive message for people right now. Yes. Yes. Um, guys, um, Follow us on Uplift Fitness LTD, Pretty Boy J on Instagram. Um, be on the lookout because we are going to be changing lives, um, not only through fitness and top quality personal training, but we are going to be soon be in collaboration with amazing counseling services. If you feel that um, fitness aspect has you've already got covered, that's completely fine. And if you want to go to a trusted source of where you can um, go seek some help or just someone to talk to, we're going to be having these counseling services available to everyone soon. So um, thank you very much for your time. Mark, you're the man. Dude, thank you so thank much. You. Thank you so much for having me. And, no, thank um, you, man. Yeah, you let me know anytime. You want to talk about anything, I'm here. Dude, I appreciate that. Thank you so yeah, much, man. Absolutely. Dude, I appreciate your time. Share share some positivity for everybody. Everyone's like anxious and stuck in ho at home. We're getting some places getting opened up right now, but I want Pretty Boy Jay to shine some light for everyone that watches this video. Guys, um, everything is going to be okay. Continue to just put on display who you are. Be real to yourself. Be positive to yourself and talk to yourself people don't do that in my, don't do that enough or they don't realize that the, the the autopilot that's playing in their minds is just negative so if you learn how to just say three positive things to yourself every single morning 
that will grow and evolve to a hundred things. Um, talk to yourself positively and um, everything is going to be all right. And there's supports everywhere. Um, seek support, but I feel where most of you guys are coming from. Um, and uh, we're here to help. Holler at me if you guys need some help. Reach out, man. Reach out, man. Reach out. Reach out. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you, Jay. I appreciate you, your time so much, man. Absolutely. Peace out. Peace out. Peace out. Take care. Take care, man.